0: Hello, my friend. Thank you for coming to find me. I know it must have been difficult. There hasn't been much light to help you. But you found your way here, and, as always, I am grateful. I know it's so dark right now. I'm not sure where my candle is. Have you got yours? No? That's fine. Don't worry. Sit in the dark for a moment. Not so bad? Does it feel like there's been a sort of, I don't know, heaviness? Something in the air, maybe. Or something in us. Something pulling our shoulders a little lower and lower towards the ground. Caving us in. Arching our backs forward. With our necks extended, craned downward. A heavy step in our feet. Our legs a little tired from who knows what. Are you tired? Are you carrying something heavy? Something dark? Something that drains? Bleeds you like a leech? Pulls at the corners of your mind so roughly that your head hurts too? You stretch and you stretch but it doesn't help. What on earth is it? Look. Look down. Ah, that's right, you can't see in the dark. But you're carrying something. Something dangling from a chain around your neck. I am too. Small and sturdy and shaped like a box, the size of a jewelry box, but the weight of an elephant, or so it feels. It looks like a chest, a treasure chest, perhaps, locked, locked well, with a key that I don't even know if I have. Yours might be different, It might look different, but I think you might have it too. What's in there? Never mind, it's none of my business. Don't worry about that. I know where we should go. Now, we're going to go down into a dungeon. Let's take care as we do. For a dungeon is a treacherous place, and an imagined dungeon even more so. Well, it depends what you believe, I suppose, doesn't it? Let us walk down these stairs. We must go slowly, for the steps are cold and slick and the stone is hard and the way is dark. But while we do, let me check quickly. Are there any questions for me? Are you superstitious? How often do you think about death? Thank you, spirit. I will answer these on the way to our destination. I'm not sure whether I would call myself superstitious. Not when it comes to conventional superstitions at any rate. I think, I'm not entirely sure, but I think, that what we believe is what is true, and therefore if we believe in superstitions, they will be true. Following that logic, why not create our own superstitions? I certainly do. There are little habits, you could call them, that I perform certain times of day, week, month, though I am not perfect about it. Little tasks I delight in completing as part of my practice. But I do not do it for fear of bad luck or desire of good luck for attraction of blessings or an instinct to attain. At least, not when I am my best self. But I have had and will continue to have my moments of wolfishness and want, hopefully less and less as I grow, in and outside of time. Practice is a reward unto itself, and from it, if we are so lucky, we might see a garden bloom. Though I also don't believe we can anticipate what that garden will contain exactly. I'm not sure how often I think about death. I think often of others who have died. I was about to call them the dead, but that's not quite right, is it? For I dream often of those who have passed and it is as though they are with me, alive as I ever knew them, though it is a bit different. It is like a visit, only. I prize it as a rarity, an unusual and wonderful occurrence. When I dream of parties, I sometimes see those I know to have passed there. They only come when I dream of parties. And I am so happy to see them, and for them to see me. And we both know it is incredibly rare for this to happen. And there is a bit of sadness that it might be a long time until I see them again. Or it might not. I don't think either of us know. And so, we spend that time in a state of complete gratitude. How often do I think about death? Hmm. I don't know if any of what I said counts, because I don't think of them as within death. Death, like birth, to me, is an experience that we will all have once within this lifetime. In each case, that is birth and death, I think there is a door that is opened, and what lies beyond it, no one can tell, until it is time to look and see for oneself. Death, like birth, is a doorway to life, and life is this. Breathe in and out. Smell the air. Feel your heartbeat. Blink your eyes. This is nice. This is life. This is one side of the door. The other? The other. Do I often think about the other side of the door? Sure. But as I blink my eyes here, I realize that is how quickly time can go by here, in what is the vast expanse of all that we are, were, and may yet be so I must take care not to fixate too heavily on what is not this. For this is clearly where I am meant to be. And there is something I must do here and now. Death is inevitable, and we must not be afraid of the inevitable. Life is also inevitable, and we must not take it for granted. Enjoy this side of the door, and all that it has to offer. For one day it will open, and then... (laughs) Who can say? I think about it often, I suppose. Or maybe not often at all. How often do you think about it, dear spirit? Spirit, ah, we've found our way to the dungeon ghosts don't like to come here I don't think I don't know I've never been here but then again everything here is new as you discover it we're discovering it together are we not are we not little lanterns glow dimly their light pale and small Lighting the cobblestone floor and walls in tiny halos here and there. Pockets of light in an otherwise dark place. You can see water dripping here and there. No rats, no spiders, no moths. Nothing living wants to come here. Not to the dungeon of our castle. Let us walk together through it. Down the hall, past empty cells with rusty bars, a dungeon with no prisoners, I am relieved to see it, but I can't help but wonder, what is it for then? That casket around your neck It's so heavy, isn't it? I know mine is. I must stop, I must breathe, I must stretch. But we also must keep going, keep going, keep going. But where are we going? What are we doing? Is it the right thing? Is it the wrong thing? Is this place even real? Is it even right to try and put this down? Surely I've got it for a reason. There is a reason it's paining me and draining me and slowing me down and keeping me awake. Surely I must deserve this for one reason or other. Surely. Surely. No, not surely. There is no reason that this thing should keep me from enjoying this life, this side of the door, while I am here. Then it is right that I should be angry about it, that I should viciously detest and fight and hate the thing, despise whoever put it there, though I cannot for the life of me remember who that is. Ah, frightful, despicable thing. Who do I blame? Who do I hurt as revenge for you shackling me so? Ah, there's that wanting wolfishness. A better question, how do I get rid of you, heavy and awful as you are, oh thing around my neck? You could give it to me. A great breath, and all the lanterns go out, and everything is dark. Who is there? Give it to me. Give that thing to me. I shall unlock it and release the thing inside of it. If it is alive, I shall nurture it and let it grow into a great beast. That will dwell in this dungeon until, one day, surely and certainly, it will be ready to be released. I don't have the key. I don't have pockets. I don't even have a body. Never fear. It is here. Here. Ah. Indeed. Glinting in the shadows, the red light from the eyes of the one we are speaking with, bouncing off the little silver thing. Give me the key. I order it. Give me the chest. It replies. No. No. All right. Let's go. You and me, my friend, slowly as we must with this extra weight and the pain in our necks. The thing behind us is crying and growling and snarling and cursing. That will fade. Follow the sound of water, follow it to what looks at first like a sewer. A little dirty stream going through this place, trickling at first, but flowing more and more readily as we keep going. The water becoming purer and purer, and little lanterns starting to light again. Only now I notice weeds peeking out from the cobblestone, water dripping more steadily from the ceiling as cracks in the rocks become more frequent. A breeze. We're almost outside. I thought we were coming here to lock something away. Now I realize this was just another part of the journey See that moonlight streaming in? We're almost outside. Ah, here. A stone door slides shut behind us. We're no longer in the castle. In fact, we're in a forest. The forest remember this place oh I remember this place its trees sway gently in the almost freezing night air the moon is so bright even as she wanes the birds sing infrequently but they are here there is a little sound coming from the chest Is there a sound coming from yours? We have followed the stream to a creek, to a river Gently flowing Fish lazily passing through Deer and rabbits sipping at the river's edge I take the chain from around my neck and lean over to the casket and I whisper I haven't got the key can you please open up slowly the lid opens and inside is well I can't speak towards what's inside yours mine is well Look for yourself. I'm going to let it free. I am going to give it to the river, and perhaps it will find its way to the ocean. That is not to say that it will never come back, for perhaps there will be a time that I will be admiring a gentle river in my sacred and sweet forest, and I will see the heavy thing I carried come back to me once more. I might have the urge to pick it up, but I will instead allow it to float by, swim on in that fresh and clean water, and pass me by once more. I know that it will bite, and I know I would have to lock it up again, and I know it would weigh me down again. And so, better to give it up. Set it free. Bye-bye. Thank you. Off you go. Lie in the grass on the riverside with me. Look up at the stars. Which side of the door are we on now? That's a trick question. We are in a place with no doors. Maybe there are no doors at all. Maybe it's all one place. Maybe we can let things go here and be free of them. And when we go back inside to the castle, that place with many, many, many doors, we can remember this river. When something else comes along that we might feel an urge to lock away and keep in a little casket on a chain around our necks. Remember this river. Remember that, no matter how dark the dungeon on the way to it, no matter how hungry the stranger living there, No matter how familiar that pain in the neck feels, this river will be here, ready, gentle, and ever-flowing. friends, and thanks so much for listening to episode 214 of On a Dark Cold Night. This is Kristen Zaza, your host, writer, podcaster, narrator, composer, etc., behind the show. I don't know about where you are, but the weather is getting quite colder here. We're nearing that push toward the holiday season. We just had the blood moon eclipse last week and a waning moon now. And I wonder if, like me, you're also feeling exhausted ready for hibernation, in need of rest and sleep and healing. Anyway, I hope you can find time for it. I would like to quickly thank listener and supporter of the show, Kayla Day, a.k.a. Venus underscore in underscore pursuit on Instagram, who submitted the two questions about superstition and death. Thank you so much for another pair of great questions, Kayla. I really appreciate you sending them along. Stay tuned for some ways you can submit listener questions to hear answered in an upcoming story, if you're interested. First, I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor this month, Magic Mind. I'm certainly no stranger to stress, anxiety, fatigue, and overwhelm. Keeping up with the demands of daily life, maintaining a day job, continuing my creative work, and also finding the time for friends and family and ghosts and goblins can feel like a lot to ask of myself, and often I find my concentration suffering and my energy fading. As someone with a complicated relationship with caffeine, this can be a tough thing to navigate. I tried magic mind, and I noticed a huge difference. I replaced one cup of coffee a day with what is essentially a small green bottle of juice, and not only did I notice a difference in my focus, energy, and stress level, but I found myself sleeping better at night as well after the switch. It contains a compound called L-theanine, known for naturally reducing your body's stress levels, and what's cool is that it contains adaptogens like ashwagandha, lion's mane mushrooms, cordyceps mushrooms, which are mood-boosting relaxation helpers. I was really excited to learn about the benefits of what's in this tiny bottle of Magic Mind, and after incorporating it into my daily routine, I consider it a great way to start decreasing your caffeine intake and find a more grounding, gentle, and effective way to stay focused and energized throughout the day. I have a 20% off discount code for listeners of the show, To learn more and try it out, go to magicmind.co slash cold20 and enter the code COLD20 at checkout. They have a money-back guarantee, and if you purchase the subscription, you can actually get 40% off. Heads up, while the 20% off is valid forever, the code for 40% only lasts 10 days. So either way, if you're interested, again, head to magicmind.co slash COLD20 and use offer code COLD20. 20 at checkout c o l d 20 thanks so much my friends i'd like to thank a new patron this week who pledged a monthly amount in support of on a dark cold night through patreon huge thank you this week going to emily peterson thank you so very much for contributing to the podcast emily and welcome if you're interested in supporting this way head to patreon.com/darkcoldnight where every patron of $1 or more a month, USD, gets access to my complete soundtrack, while patrons of $5 or more, US, get that and access to a monthly tarot reading video I upload every month on the full moon. We just had a Blood Moon Eclipse reading last week, so you'll be able to check that out. Again, learn more at patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. If you'd prefer to donate one time only, with no perks, you can buy me one or more metaphorical coffees at ko ficom dark cold And you can also buy t shirts and hoodies at slash on a dark cold night. I'd also love if you followed me on social media. I'm on Twitter at a dark cold night, Instagram at dark podcast, or on Facebook or YouTube under the page names on a dark cold night, or on TikTok at Kristen Zaza. All of these avenues, whether it's through Patreon, Coffee, or social media, are all great ways to reach out to me with any questions you might like your narrator to possibly answer in an upcoming story. So feel free to follow me and shout me out through any of those means. And of course, it'd be a huge help to me, if you enjoy what I do here, to leave a rating and a review for On a Dark Cold Night on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you like to rate and review podcasts. Thanks so much, my friends. I hope you're able to set down whatever heavy thing you're carrying, even if only for a little bit, and breathe some fresh air, and stretch, and just be. Sweet dreams. <laughs>